up, everybody? We're back. I'm sorry. I've been rustling. I've been hustling. Uh, we're moving out of this uh, house here in Nashville. We have to move a couch outside. So it's always chaos at his house. But you're back. Another episode of Double Covers, Richard McCordy Twins. Uh, for you guys that don't know, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all of those podcast things, you can go double coverage with McCordy Twins. Make sure you subscribe. And for you guys that are on here, get the fan credit app. Once you sign up, go to on air, double coverage with McCordy Twins. Click that green button and you get a chance to be face to face to face with us and be able to ask your question. Go. Hold on. Let me retweet Gilly Lockdown. Gilly Lockdown just posted the eyes. So I'm going to I'm going to tweet live on double coverage. If you don't know, uh, it was breaking news by all of the verified blue check people that you love to see. Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Cam Newton has signed a one-year deal with the Patriots. Uh, J Matt, what should I what should I uh, retweet? Gilly Lock. He posted the eyes. What should I retweet it with? There's two of us, so two sets of eyes. Two sets of eyes. Okay. There you go. There we go. Breaking news. How how you feel about that? I'm excited. I think um, Bill always says it. The goal to be a good team, I got no wine, but we won't we won't focus on that. I got a big pour tonight for you, though. The goal for any good team uh, is to have as many good players as possible. Cam Newton's a former MVP of this league, uh, played in the Super Bowl, that caliber of a player. So I think the better players we have in our locker room, uh, the better we're going to be able to uh, go out there and perform as a team. Yeah, man, I, I agree fully with you. Um, I think – when you add a guy like Cam Newton, it makes our quarterback room even better. Um, we've already spoke about it before, the poise and um, the jump and, and the leap you expect for, uh, for Stiddy to make. Um, and I think it'll be interesting just to, to train in camp and, and competing and, uh, and all of that. Um, that's how we all get better. So um, I would think adding him to our quarterback room would be Hoyer. Um, you have veterans in there. You have young guys in there. Um, I think it'll give us a really good chance to, to be good at that position. Um, and like you just said, it's always great um, to have a bunch of good players. And um, we're just trying to add to that. So it, it'll be a fun year if the year goes and, and it goes as expected and we have a season. Um, I know this is the news everybody's been waiting for with NBA coming back, MLB, NHL, football around the corner. It's like everybody's going to start getting overloaded with sports. And um, I know like all the big networks are happy because this will give them great Great topics for Monday to come around. Yes, um, there's finally sports to talk about. Exactly. People are already, I mean, I'm getting text messages going through like crazy. So um, it, it'll be a fun time, man. And I think uh, obviously a proven veteran to, to enter your locker room, um, I think is always great. Anytime, you know, even a guy like you when you joined our team, um, a veteran uh, obviously didn't win as many games as Cam Newton has. Oh, buddy. A veteran uh, of a lot of years to come in is, is always a good thing, I think, to help younger players um, understand how the league works and how to get better. Yeah, uh, my my memory of Cam Newton, I remember playing him um, his second year in the league. We went down to Carolina, and we actually beat them good. We, uh, we, we beat them up pretty good. And then I remember the Yells on IR, they came to Nashville. And I don't know if you remember this, but this was all over Sports Center and all of that. Uh, they beat up on us. Uh, he was. It was, it, it, but it was so dope watching the game because not. I mean, it sucks that we lost, but Keekley would make a tackle and the whole crowd 
Ooh. And I felt real bad about that. And then I think you said when y'all played against them, it was the same. Yeah, oh, he's a beastie yeah. grab, but still, it made me feel a little bit better that the crowd just follows him. But Cam scored a touchdown. And I mean, he danced for about 10 minutes post touchdown. And uh, we had Avery and uh, Wesley Williard went and got in his face and he backed up and did it again. And I was just like, he scored, just let him have it. Like, only way to stop is to not let him get in the end zone. So uh, excited to add another good player. And like you said, more competition is going to bring the best out of all of us. And we know that alone in our secondary um, on our team, the amount of competition and, and solid players that we have on the back end and how each day of practice we all just continue to push each other uh, and try to reach different levels of greatness. So we got a couple questions here. Um, are you shocked with the news? Um, oh, story behind my T-shirt. Uh, Starter Revival is actually uh, a dude named Jelani. We grew up with him. Um, and he is very good worshiper, uh, sings, plays a guitar, does a lot um, in the church. So um, he gave me this shirt as a part of what he believes in, start a revival um, of the Church of Christianity. So um, uh, a good friend from way back in the day, and we got to reconnect uh, about a year ago. So uh, he's doing some great things, uh, makes music, has his music actually on iTunes. So, um, and are we shocked? I, I, I've said it for weeks. I'm never shocked with anything we do as a Patriots organization um, because I think I've been very fortunate to be here. I feel like everything we do is always in the the thought process of trying to win and win championships. <laughs> and I think that's what it comes down to, trying to make the team better. Um, and I'm never surprised when we're trying to do that and hopefully we can get together. And when we do get together, um, everything goes as planned, and we go out there and try to win games. Hey, you all right over there? She wants to show. She wants to show her sword. So see, everybody saw it. You happy? Did she recover? Who is that? Is that Kai Kai? That's Kai. You want to say hi? If anybody, if anybody, tries as a football. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody saw our Instagram account this weekend, Kai was having some fun down a. A big bounce house slide. Kaka, you hit the water kind of hard. Did you cry? Yeah. Yeah? You did it. She's trying to tell the story that could take a while. So uh, You okay now though, right, Kaka? Her stories. You ever see that meme where they'd be like, Mommy, I um I uh went down downstairs and uh uh that's that's kind of how your story sounds. <laughs> she thinks it's funny when she gets older she'll realize that it was an insult but we got will in carolina uh as our first person on the fan line for you guys go get that fan credit app click that green button and you get your chance to come on face to face with Devin and myself and ask a question we got will coming up first what's, what's up, up guys? how you doing man Stop. good you guys good I wanted to ask you, what kind of offense type do you think you guys are going to run now if you – sorry. If you guys um, start Cam and also do you think he'll bring the style from Carolina to New England? Do you think people will rock with the crazy outfits? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's who he is. I, I don't think that will change a thing. One of the things I always encourage guys when they join our team is to be yourself. And um, I think you be yourself in a team concept and, and how we work as a team. Um, but I think no, you can't expect a guy to come be the type of football player they've been without just being themselves. So 
Um, I think that'll be a key part. And I think offensively, um, I always leave that up to my man, Josh. Josh McDaniels always coming. Oh, McDaniels, yeah. Um, but I think if you've watched Cam Newton through his career, he's been a guy that can throw the ball in the pocket. He's a guy who's athletic that can run around. So um, whether it's him or Stiddy, because Stiddy has good athleticism too, um, I think Josh will figure that out and do what's best for those guys at the quarterback position, um, like he's done whether Jimmy G's been in there or later we got a guest coming up, Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby, he's yeah. been in there. Um, so he always finds a way, and obviously with TB12, um, always finds a way to get the best out of the, the quarterback position. So um, it'll be interesting how it all plays out. What number do you guys think he'll wear? Do you think he should? Oh, I don't know. Can he not wear one? <laughs> I was like, does can he wear one? Yeah, yeah. Why, unless he's retired. I don't know. I don't know my Michelle. Michelle was one, right, when he was in training camp. Oh yeah, but that was just for that was just for training. That was yeah. Uh, he's twenty six now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, running backs can't wear one like those yeah. college days. Only college, yeah, for real. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys. No problem, man. Nadine, I got I got a, a a copper and thief wine tonight, a little blend. Yeah, I have nothing. I I, I apologize. I told it's been since I've been in Nashville. It's I been, pour it, if I could pour it through, I would. It's been total chaos, man. Um, I, last week was Father's Day. The wife brought some wine that is no longer here. So um, yeah, I'm I'm wineless tonight. So oh, but that means you drank it. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just texted her to bring me my laptop, but she's probably she's lacking a little bit. She's trying to. Pack up and stuff. Oh, before you go, we got Ben from Connecticut coming up next on the fan line. And before Jacoby comes on, we got a special guest coming on tonight, too, before we get to Jacoby. Real special guest, especially in the New England area where she is very well known. What's happening, man? How you doing, man? Good. Cam's coming to New England, apparently, huh? Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Yeah. If If the blue checks are correct, that's all we know. Yes, sir. So I wasn't um, on last week. Uh, how was your guys' Father's Day? It was good. It was good. Got a chance to hang out with the family, so no complaints there. There you go. Same thing. I know you guys uh, talked about, um, you know, last week um, I did hear you guys talking about the uh, the workouts and the, and the small group workouts kind of being cut short now due to the NFL rule. What are you um, thinking about kind of moving forward leading up to training camp um, in terms of just – staying healthy and staying in shape uh, leading up to that time? Uh, for, for me, it's just to keep doing what we've been doing. Um, I've been training in very small groups at the different places I've trained. It's been like four or five of us in there training um, and, you know, in a, a full facility. So we've been able to, to really distance and, and still be safe. So I'll continue to do that. We've been able to lift, get our conditioning in, uh, do DB drills. So, um, I'm going to keep doing that. I know Jay's the same way. Um, he's in Nashville now, but he's still been able to do that. And I think that's the safest way. And I think once we get back in training camp, I think it'll be figuring out as a team, how do we keep each other safe? A lot will fall on us as players to make sure we protect each other, meaning what you do when you're off time, leaving the house, like all of that. It can't just be about yourself. It has to be about every other player and every other coach. Um, Cause I think that's how we ultimately stay safe and, um, I think guys will do that across the league to kind of make sure us as a league stay safe because I think we all owe that responsibility to each other. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, that's going to be the only way uh, we're going to be able to have our season. So, uh, like you said, I think guys are working out. It's our duty right now to stay in shape and get ready for training camp. And then I think once we report, I think 
teams will, will probably do a good job of letting guys get back into it and get acclimated opposed to maybe in typical years of going kind of full tilt, uh, just kind of – because you got guys uh, – the teams haven't seen guys since – February and those are the teams that played late into the season. Some guys haven't been since January, so you got to ease into it a little bit. Definitely. I have one more question uh, for you guys. So they did announce training camp is going to be on time for now. When do you think they will announce, determine if they're going to have fans for that or not? I, I honestly think when they know. Uh, I think a lot of this has come down to kind of wait and see and hoping that with time things clear up a little bit more each week. So you're kind of hoping, like, hey, we're here now, but maybe by next week or the week after some things happen. Now, obviously, um, as we've seen uh, lately, it seems like numbers are kind of skyrocketing in certain areas. So that's going to be tough. Um, I don't know if they're going to make it a by-state thing or make it one rule throughout the entire league. So uh, I think as soon as they know, they'll try to get uh, an answer to everybody. Okay, thank you. Um, let's see, we got, uh, we got a, uh, no, we got a few comments. I'm not doubting your defense at all. You boys are solid, but if the offense can't move the ball, you boys going to be out there too much. In my opinion, you guys. In my opinion, Nick is wrong. <laughs> we got about five, five good ones. So I think that's probably one of the most solid, uh, positions, uh, on our team. But did you want to introduce our first guest? We, we oh, have. We Ms. Liz Walker next on the fan line. Yes, we have Reverend Liz Walker, and as she's coming in, we will give you a little brief intro. If you do not know, um, she is now the pastor uh, at Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. Um, she was once at WBZ, where she was the first black co-host there. Uh, she's won an Emmy before. Um, she's done a lot of great things. She's inducted into the Massachusetts Broadcasting Hall of Fame, so we want to first just say, Welcome and thanks for coming on our podcast tonight. I am so excited to be with you. I learned so much just getting on, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, Jason and myself have gotten to see Reverend Walker uh, host the Boston Medical uh, Charity event uh, over the last couple of years where we're all three of us are involved in the different events that they do. Um, and now we'll jump right into it. You are, are with us helping to promote a blood drive going on right in Boston um, on June 30th. Can you just tell us why you got involved in trying to get people in the community, specifically African-Americans, out to try to give blood uh, this week? Both to know that I am thrilled, really, to be with you because you are two heroes, not just for what you do on the field, but most importantly to me, what you do off the field. So when they told me that you had started this uh, blood drive to help those who are suffering from sickle cell anemia. 100,000 African-Americans suffer from that disease right now and the needs are great. And so I would just follow you guys. I just wanted to be with you and to take care of the needs in our community. Right now, as you've already talked about, there's so much going on and, and it is disproportionately affecting black people, people of color. So it takes us to help us and I'm following you and there's a big donor drive on Tuesday, this Tuesday at Northeastern University. And it's all day long at Matthews Arena. And you set it up and I think it's a great idea. And that's why I'm a part. And just to let people know, because 
COVID and everything, we can't stand and take pictures, but we will have pictures signed there for you. Um, so if you come and you make an appointment and register, you'll get a signed photograph. So, um, and another question I have for you. Um, everyone knows the church has been huge, has been huge in the community. What role do you see the church playing in the community, uh, whether it be with blood drives, the racial tension going on, COVID-19? Um, how has the church really played a role in all of that? Yeah, and thanks for asking that. People sometimes think the church is not doing anything, but we stand in the gap in prayer. We stand in the gap in activism. We are supporting the young people who are out there and trying to tell them that this is going to be a marathon, not a sprint in the activism. And of course, we are working on healing and being with people who are suffering from COVID. So churches may not be as visible as they once were in the 60s, but churches are there. And we have prophetic leadership right now just like the Black Lives Matter all over the country that are speaking up on the issues that have to be uh, have to be talked about right now. So I'm proud to be a part of the church. And, uh, we have maintained, and I know you are two church going people, we have maintained uh, our, our leadership in trying to change the country because it takes all of us. It's not any one group that's gonna do this, right? It's just like a team, right? Everybody has a role to play. And so we have a role to play. And like Dev said before, you've broken down barriers and uh, you've had to push the envelope uh, with all the, the things that are going on in our country. Like you said, with the Black Lives Matter movement and just the racial tension. What is your take on all of that? And uh, what is your feelings on everything that's transpired over the last several weeks? ...time in history, in the history of the world. But it, to me, is part of a continuing change takes time. I was a part of this movement when I was your age. This movement has been going on forever, since slavery, since before slavery, and it will continue. And again, it's not a sprint. So these people who are doing these demonstrations now and who are out there every day, God bless every one of them because that takes perseverance. But things will change, it's inevitable, because this is a, a kind of a universal correction, right? A reckoning. If, if it hadn't been for the whole world, right? The whole world comes out and, and and a, a protest, the whole world is affected by COVID. We are all bound by this now. And I find that very hopeful in how we will uh, correct some of the problems that we face. Yeah, that's awesome. Before we let you go, we really appreciate you coming on. How has the church uh, been able to move forward uh, during COVID-19? How have you guys been as, you know, when you had to close down, how can people still uh, get get the word and get messages and, and really just get life uh, through what you guys are doing. And go on to Zoom. We had to get th this kind of technology, which was very difficult for some people in churches because churches in many ways are old institutions. And most of the people in my church are older. So we had to what I call pivot. And we had to learn how to do new technology because we serve a God who's always doing a new thing. So I got more people on my Zoom church than I had in the sanctuary. It's a blessing for me. I know it's horrible, but you know what I mean? We're reaching more people now. So that's what I said. When I learned to get on this, this call with you and didn't freak out, I actually did it by myself. <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> I'm good. Gosh, God shows up in so many ways that we don't expect it. Absolutely. Uh, that's amazing. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. You're the best. And I know we're going to have a successful day on Tuesday at Matthews Arena if people just come. I know it's hard, but please come out, give blood to help somebody who really needs it.
Matthews Arena all day long. That's in Boston. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. No problem. Yes, everybody. Make sure you go check that out. It's, um, if you don't know about Sigma Cell, like Reverend Walker said, the blood drives really help um, because that's what happens for uh, patients with Sigma Cell. Their blood cells become, their red blood cells become sickle. They don't travel through their body as well. Um, and blood transfusions are huge for them, help out so much. Um, and what really helps, and, and like she said, this, this disease really affects uh, black and brown people the most. So getting blood uh, from black and brown people really, really have a big effect. So um, please, if you, if you find it in your heart to give and you want to give blood, uh, definitely check that out. It's on our page. Um, we'll be posting it. I'll, I'll post it again. Uh, actually, I'll post it right now as Jay moves on in the show. Definitely. Uh, I'm catching up on the live chat uh, here on FanCred. I was a little slow uh, this evening. Uh, who do we have winning the NBA championship? Matthew says he has the Lakers. Uh, that's a pretty good pick. Pretty uh, good pick. Um, I think it'll be the battle of L.A. to get there, and I think the winner of them and the Clippers uh, will take it. Um, uh, we got actually have Crystal from Oxford, Massachusetts, uh, coming up next on the fan line. Uh, appreciate everybody talking about Cam Newton signing. Uh, we heard about it just same as you guys. Dev called me and was like, hey, before we hop on, just so you know. Uh, we got we to gotta shout out Cam, our producer. It was a Cam thing. He, he broke the news to me. Hi. There you Hello. go. How are you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing well. We're doing well. Great. Well, I'm new to the site. First time tonight. Okay. I'm a huge Welcome. fan of the Patriots and the McCourty brothers. <laughs> so I just really wanted to just say thank you for on and off the field. I really no don't have problem. much of a question. I just wanted to just give a shout out to you guys and just let you know that you guys are doing a great job, especially off the field, um, you know, supporting and doing everything you guys do. Uh -huh. So with that being said, I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times. Are you looking forward to the season ahead? Yes. Uh, I Will think, there be a season, I guess, is the question, we're, right? We're, we're anticipating that there's going to be one, and there's going to be one that's right. properly prepared for and uh, as safe as possible. So that's that's where our hope lies, and I'm uh, definitely excited. This will be my 12th year, I think. The older you get in this league, the more you uh, you try to take not take it for granted and realize how special each moment is. Uh, so just even now, preparing for the season, uh, through a, a crisis and a pandemic, realizing that, hey, the blessing of it, I'm still able to find ways to train and get in shape. I've had more time with the family uh, and all of that. So, yeah, I agree. And different, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to somehow get back to football in whatever capacity or however that's going to look however like. However it's going to be. Great. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, I just want to say again, thank you and cheers to you guys. Cheers to you, Mary. Oh. All right. Thanks. Have a good night. Uh, do either of us know Cam personally? Nah, I don't. Just I played against him. Dev, if I don't know him, that means Dev doesn't know him either. Uh, did you see that PFF ranked Dev and Pat Chung the second best safety duo? Uh, did you see that, Dev? I did see that. I did see that. But if if you're not first, you're last. So get better. Um, what else we got? My kids are so loud. Oh, there you go, Deb. How would you say the defensive scheme has shifted over time from Patricia to Flores to now uh, Mayo and Belichick? And is there any difference in difficulty or complexity across those schemes? Um, I always say the biggest difference is who's calling it. And I think whoever's calling it 
The defense is very similar. If you watch Detroit play, if you watch Miami play, the defenses are very similar. But I think the style in which the person who calls it, you know, some might like to blitz more. Some might depend more on coverage. Some might want to mix up what we do up front more. I think that has been the biggest difference. Um, and, and I think it, it's been a lot of fun every defense I've played in, whether it was Maddie, whether it was B-Flow, um, and now with Steven and Mayo. Um, it's just been fun because in each of those situations, I've gotten to grow in a situation. You know, I first think with Maddie P, I was young. I, whatever you told me to do, I did. Um, and because of how he ran the defense, I learned a lot just from there. And then you fast forward to Flo taking over, who was my position coach. Um, very open with him and, and how to play things and, and already knew what he was expecting out of me. And then now you fast forward to what we're currently in. Um, I'm old now. You know, I played with Mayo. Mayo's only a couple years older than me in the league. So it's a lot of back and forth on, you know, what we like as players. So it's cool between Mayo and Steve. Like you said, you played with Mayo. You were coached by Steve for so many years. So uh, a cool, a cool thing. And also, this is pretty cool. Shout out to the best twin duo in the NFL from Pats Nation, Australia. So shout out to Tobias coming in from Australia. We got Nadine uh, next on the fan line. If you're on Twitter, I just posted on Twitter, about to post on Instagram about the blood drive. Nadine, how you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, Nadine's always wine. She wine checks us every week. I, no, I'm sorry. I'm I like I'm not. I'm really not an alcoholic. Just, <laughs> it's been so long. I miss you guys. I know, yeah, I so my question is: Is football fun in New England? Right, I guess I'll go first because he's been there. He's the grandpa there. Um, I've had a blast. I've won more games. Probably in the last two years, and I don't know how many years combined uh, in other places. And the one thing I've realized through my 11 years so far is that winning is a lot of fun, losing not so much. So uh, I now have a Super Bowl ring since joining the Patriots. So uh, I've had a blast. You can see, you can see. I mean, we got people signing, we signing free agents. So uh, it's got to be fun. Now it's. Uh, we say it all the time. If you ever, if you ever see Jules, just tell Jules, "Hey, winning's fun, right?" And he'll tell you. So, um, as you can see, my struggle in the back. I got Miles Morales, Casey on the outside, uh, running in and out of here. So, um, but yeah, it's fun. And like J Max said, winning is fun. You don't, you don't lose and have fun. I don't care if you get to party all week. Losing on Sunday is not fun. I'm so excited. I hope that oh there's Crystal. <laughs> she, just, she just confirmed. She just confirmed that they're not an alcoholic. So I I don't even explain yeah. here. She, she confirmed it for you. She came in the chat and said no, she's not. Yeah, so she confirmed it for you. So you're all good. <laughs> but I'm very excited for the year. I hope they have open training camp. But you'll probably see my face and run in the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Keep doing the double covers. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. Bye. <laughs> where where did Miles Morales go and Gwen Stacy? I wanted to interview them. Their mom, their mom came in here and told them, hey. And that straight mom voice. We got uh Marcus is coming up next on the fan line. All right, we posted on Instagram too. So if you want to give blood, it is on our Twitter. Yeah, and Instagram. Blood there. 
You can find okay. Appreciate you coming through. Marcus, what's up, man? How you doing? Oh, my God. I just heard about the news that Cam Newton. Oh All right, how do you feel? All right, we're going to interview you. How do you feel about the Cam Newton sign? And what are your thoughts, Marcus? He's like Superman. Like his. Okay. Dab, 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 dab. <laughs> so cool. And I respect him. I really do. I mean, he was so close in, in a few games with, with uh, the Panthers. So, um, so soft, I'm wow. I, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. English. I'm happy to not have to play against him because he always he always kills us. Oh, I, I know, but now we have him. There's no problems with that. We got him now, so that's everybody else's problem. Because yep. you know, I do have a question for you guys. Yeah. Well, um, this one's for you, Deb. Um. You have 26 interceptions as a uh, pro. Did you ever keep any of the footballs from um, any of the Patriots um, victories from after a, a game? Yeah, I used to keep them all. I had, I had a bunch of them. Um, but now a lot of times I sign them and give them away. Um, I had my first one, though. Um, one of my good friends – um, from college, she actually uh, got a frame for me. I intercepted Philip Rivers, who I'm a huge fan of, so I got that in a glass case. Um, but a lot of the other ones, I, I sign and give them away. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, I got one for you, Jason. Um, What's up? What you got? What is your favorite playoff moment? <laughs> favorite playoff moment. Ooh, I'm going to leave, I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna, we'll act as if the Super Bowl is totally separate. So I only have uh, two games to work with. So <laughs> I'm going to go um, uh, the AFC Championship game uh, after Rex scores that touchdown. Uh, and the game is over. Uh, celebrating with Deb, uh, the realization that I was making it to the Super Bowl. I, I, I was like, oh, my gosh. When Rex went to the uh, – I was like the impossible dream by Andy Williams. That song is it's a classic. It's, it's like awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I, oh, I also want to show you guys something very cool, very quickly. You see this, you know, logo right here? Uh huh. I'm yours, number one. Fan. <laughs> okay. There we go. Like a few years ago. Nice. Great friend of mine. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, one last thing. My diploma that I graduated from Brookdale. There we go. That's what it's all about. Education, baby. What year, what year did you graduate? Um, about four years ago. Okay. Congrats, man. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'll never forget it. Because one of my greatest moments from my Brookdale years was the Super Bowl 49. Because I was in my second year, well, in my second year of Brookdale. Yeah. Going through other season, there was so much of all the highs and all the lows and everything. Yeah. Just with you, uh, Devin. Yep. It was without uh, uh, Jason, but 
I was awesome. I loved it when Jason came to Paris yes, because I can understand relate to when he and we changed we changed J Mac's life in New England, man. It's <laughs> awesome. It should be more of you two because yeah. you guys are so much fun. Hey, stay tuned, Marcus. We got we got somebody you're gonna like backstage. Jacoby Brissett is backstage. We're about to bring him on. Yes. Awesome. Appreciate you coming in, man. Always gotta show love to my man Marcus. Every week pulls up on us. Got to, got to. But like you said, without further ado, we got Jacoby Brissett coming up. I played against Jacoby when I was with the Browns, and he was in Indy. He was running, spinning, scoring touchdowns, and laughing with me after the game, man. What's up, man? What's going on, fellas? Hey, man, what you do? Cut your face here. Who do you think you are? I told, I told you, man, I'm coming on this thing like Umar. <laughs> hey, I can curse on here. I got I to gotta censor myself. <laughs> Yeah, you do whatever you want on here. You know, I don't got, I don't groom a fro out like Cam. Hey, the struggle is real. Hey, I, hey can't, I can't get no barbershop. Man, when I was at Florida, you should let me pull up. I'll give you that J Mac D Mac special. Nah, you remember I gave you that wave grease. You ain't been using it. <laughs> nah, I don't need that, man. I don't need your hair shining. Both of y'all. Hey, man. Oh, hold on. We got breaking news, Cam, man. Penalty for videotaping incident in Cincinnati, New England is a $1.1 million fine and a loss of a third-round pick in 2021. We won't make you answer any of that because you're an indie now and we don't want you to say anything that's going to make us hurt you the next time we play you. Hey. So we we want to jump in right what, what's in. What's that, uh, uh, the LaSaint shit that y'all, you can't do that, man. That's <laughs> bounty. Y'all can't do that bounty no more. <laughs> hey, man, tell us about your event you got coming up. Uh, my man Jacoby, I met him when he was a young, young pup as a rookie. Yeah. All field events and, and raising awareness. What you got going on? Uh, uh, July 10th and 11th, we're doing a uh, bike giveaway to the community uh, that I grew up in, uh, in conjunction with our police department. Um, you know, we're, we're going on a ride through our, throughout the communities in our in, a, in my old neighborhood. You know, uh, some of these proclaimed uh, bad areas and. Uh, you know, just to, to to reclaim those safe zones for kids, uh, and and we're also doing a, a you know a voter registrations, making sure people are registered to vote. Uh, you know, so that you know how big uh, voting is uh, now more than ever uh, to get our voices heard, uh, and not just presidential elections, but you know the the elections that affect our city, our city, and day to day stuff. Yeah, man, that's awesome. For you guys that don't know, that's called start the cycle. Uh, like Jacoby said, July 10th and 11th, um, CDC guidelines, social distancing will be enforced. I see right here it says masks are required. Bring your mask. Don't come in there talking about this is by Republicans and Democrats. Nah, hell no. Nah. Bring your mask and you get more information. What is it at team? Team Elam. Uh, Elam, E-L-A-M dot org. Uh, you can register there and do everything. So uh, great event. My man Jacoby is active. Tell us. Um, you know, obviously your career now, you've been a backup, you started. Now you're getting into off the field. What is your goals this year going forward for you and your team when it comes to the off the field things um, that have gone on in our community, whether it be racial stuff, stuff in Indy that you see, stuff back home? What are your goals for this year? Uh, you know, really to be the voice uh, and, and and find things that, that we can, you know, change uh, on a day-to-day scale that'll lead to bigger things. You know, I mean, I talk to you and, and Duran all the time, and, and you know, I, y'all like my OGs in the game, so I kind of like follow y'all footsteps. 
Uh, so, you know, just anything, you know, just raising awareness on our team, uh, you know, with the white players, white coaches, not understanding uh, certain things that we go through. So, you know, I think we we had a, a time on Zoom meetings where, you know, that's where the, the focal point was. Uh, so it was just starting there. And, uh, you know, I was, I was able to be a part of our like small little coalition group where we went and met with the mayor, chief of police, uh, you know, to to speak up for some of those things that were going on in those Zoom meetings that people well, probably won't get the opportunity to do. Uh, so, you know, hopefully that just creates change, uh, you know, in Indy and obviously doing things back home, like the start the cycle uh, thing. So hopefully those things just springboard more ideas and uh, more change. Yeah, definitely. What what has this, what has COVID been like for you uh, during this pandemic? How have you been able to train? Uh, what's what's your daily or your, your life been like since everything has gone? Shit been um, lovely. I ain't got to talk to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I work out. See, I got I go to a gym where, uh, you know, it's like a baseball gym. So it, was, it wasn't that many players in uh, until more recently when, you know, their season started to, you know, resurface. Uh, so I've been doing that. And then I just worked out on my balcony. You know, I got me a little Peloton bike. Uh, so and I got my actual bike. So I just been doing that. You know, we know quarterbacks don't have to train that hard. Y'all be out I ain't doing all that y'all doing. Tom, you know, Tom won't allow me to do that. So you know, I scale back. <laughs> Just be quiet, baby. No, I don't know about all that. You can't even eat some of the stuff that I want to eat. Man, how, how crazy was last year? Um, obviously, you end up in Indy. Luck gets hurt. You play. Then, you know, the whole thing is luck will be back. Luck retires. You become the starter. I was talking through the process. You get a, a contract extension. You go out there. You start. Uh, the stat all season is how many games you, Jimmy, and Tom have won in y'all record. Then you get hurt. You come like, how was last year overall just everything that happened? Uh, it was crazy, uh, you know, just from the start of it. You know, Andrew didn't do uh, OTAs or training camp. So I was doing all the one reps uh, from the start. And it was just like, damn, man, this dude just like not practicing. I'm like, man, <laughs> I, you remember I, I, I was talking to you, I'm like, bro, I, I'm about to sit out, man. I need a contract uh, extension or something. This ain't cutting it. But, uh, you know, it's just like just battling it out every day, you know, with myself and my mom, you know. And then, you know, I remember he called me in to, in a meeting room one day and he was like, it was so random. I was like shocked. He was like, man, I'm going to retire. I'm like, what? Hold on, man. You ain't going to retire like right now. Like, I know you're going to retire soon. And then it just happened. And then it was like a week. Uh, and that's when I text you and Deron in our group chat. And I was just like, man, what what, what should I do? Like, how do I do this and all this stuff? And, you know, we go – and then it's just like football just kicks in because now it's just like it ain't about nothing else but playing football. So, you know, we get off to the first game of the season. I'm ready to go. Like, and I'm just like, man, this this is my opportunity. Uh, and we just get to talk, get off to a hot start. Every, I mean, everybody was healthy. Uh, you know, T.Y. was healthy. You know, Ebron was healthy. Uh, key players on our team were, were playing well and then you know the injuries just started to pile up not that it's an excuse you know that, that was happening with with every with everybody and then you know then that 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 real roller coaster just just came because not only do you have to you know get your mind ready you gotta get your body ready and then you just gotta you know fight out of that slump and how do you fight out of the slump and it's you know good thing that I had Hoy uh last year you know what I mean Hoy was like my like punching bag I used to just Everything I wanted to curse and say to other people, I always just said the horror. And uh, 
then it was just like before you know it the season's over and you're like damn man like what could have happened what we what we were doing and it was just like shit now now we got to rebuild you know we got to restart and then and then we signed philip and it's just like what what is that next for you and then it's just like another start of the cycle it's another year of the nfl that you can't really predict you just got to adapt to it i would say how has your time in new england really helped you as a pro um just spending the time there you come in there you're third string quarterback um i'm sure you get to the team you like i gotta make the team like there's two dudes in here that one one is tom one is jimmy uh you probably didn't know much about jimmy obviously you knew tom yeah um, what was it coming in and then just your years there how was that just the time you spent in new england uh i mean i honestly i, I did not want to be there when i took my visit there my pre-draft visit i was like hell no one team draft me it better not be down and I, I'll never forget Josh called me on the phone on draft night. And I, was, I didn't have his number saved. That's how bad it was. I didn't have his number saved in my phone. And uh, I was like, damn, man. And then and then I get there and it's just like, you know, you get that. Everybody's like, man, it's New England. Like it's and then you just meet some of the dudes on the team. Like, you know, you and, and see, that's when it was like T. Knight was on the team and Anthony Johnson and Martellus. And, and it was just fun, man. It was just like I've never been around like so many like older dudes that were like so young you know and, and uh you know and I, you know, one of the main things that i learned was just how to be a, a pro you know how to how to be able to you know we were laughing in the locker room and and you know decompress when we weren't doing football stuff but when we were football it was like i mean everybody thinks it's like the military it was like we were like locked and loaded and it was no game where we felt like damn this team might beat us or and it was just like, you know, you know, I mean, Jason, you know, coming into that, like you just coming from a different team, you're just like, damn, man, it's the confidence here is just like crazy. Like, I mean, Super Bowl game and all I remember is Deron on the um, the bike at halftime, like laughing. I'm like, man, Deron, you got to do something, man. We lose. <laughs> I'm like, shit, we should lose. You know, we got 100K on the line. <laughs> you know, that's all I'm thinking about. I ain't playing. <laughs> So what was that like being traded and then uh, just going through that process? Like you said, you're enjoying your time there and then you get traded and now you're going in. It was in the training camp. You're going into a brand new situation. Yeah, man. It wasn't even in the training camp. It was after the last preseason game. And it was a bad thing. It, I balled. I was like, man, I know I'm making a team. Like, it's going to be hard for them to cut me. And, I like, I really, like, I play. I feel like I played my best game uh at, at the at that point you know uh and i was playing my best football that, at that time you know throughout training camp and stuff mm -hmm. and uh you know I, see i think the build up did some shady shit i think they cut me right before, i mean they traded me right before practice <laughs> still made me go out there and practice <laughs> had me doing basic period <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know about that basic here, boy. man that was pressure man so <laughs> I, I just remember I was just like, I was walking back into the uh, facility from the field and I just like, it just seemed like that was the first time that facility sent, like it was like no action going on. It just seemed silent. And I'm walking, you know, we always walk through the cafeteria first to get a smoothie and Ted like called me into his office. Damn, I hope I don't get Ted fired. <laughs> Ted called me into the office and was like, you know about this? I'm like, what? Like, how the hell I'm supposed to know? I got my phone on me. And I'm walking down the hall, like, and everybody just staring at me like I just, like, committed a crime or something. And I walk into the locker room, and, like, 
uh, you know, Hightower locker room, Hightower locker right there. And Hightower, you know, his country has, damn, bro. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, Hightower, there ain't no sense of confidence, man. <laughs> I don't even know what it's supposed to be like. And then I'm just looking, at, I'm looking at my locker and Tom was just sitting there with his like head in his phone. I'm like, damn, I hope that ain't about me. Like, and it was just like crazy, man. I never, my body was frozen. I went to talk to Bill and I was like, he was talking. I didn't even hear a word he said. I was just, all, all in my head, it was like, I don't even know what traded mean. Like, is that like right now or is it? And then as soon as I walked out of the room, like, they're like, yeah, we got to get you on the flight tonight because you might have to play in the game Sunday. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, hell no, I don't even want to play yet. Like, I don't know where I'm going. But, you know, you just – I just remember, like, I, you text me and Slate text me. He was like, man, listen, like, you're about to walk into, like, some, like, crazy times, but you, like, built for this. And, and it's just, like, it's part of the NFL. And I, I mean, honestly, that was like my wake up to the NFL was being traded. And then the next week, like, you, you out. know, you out there and you in a game. It's like, damn, we don't care how many, <laughs> how long you've been here. You better learn how to play. You better mm-hmm. learn these plays. So then I just, it was just the history, I guess. Yep. Hey, how, how special, before we let you go, how special uh, was the bond of y'all quarterback room in New England, uh, whether it was, Big timers going to the Kentucky Derby or y'all social media posts. How special uh, was the bond you had? I mean, you could even extend it to Hoyer, who wasn't in order, yeah. but he's a part of that that circle too. Nah, man, it was crazy. Like just you know, uh, for Tom, Tom kind of like set that environment. You know, um, you know, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy's like kind of like go with the flow. Yeah, and, and you know me, I like to joke around and stuff. And Tom's like in the middle. But Tom is also like Tom, you know, so he kind of just like, like, listen, just like treat me like you treat anybody. And he that's the last thing he should have told me because I'm cursing at him. I'm talking shit to him and everything. I'm talking down to him. <laughs> he on my level now. And, uh, you know, and it just we just became like friends, you know, and, and uh, you know, and then I'm like going to the Kentucky Derby. It was like. Like Tom was like, it's no question that y'all are coming. Like even when I got traded, you know, he was he sent me a text. He was, I hope you got your outfit ready. Like I got a car coming to get you. I'll meet you down there. I'm like, damn, glad I ain't got to pay for this. <laughs> I was gonna text him like, hey man, I can get you a flight there. It'd be a little faster. But nah, it, it's just uh, you know. And then that's that's the first time I met Hoyer, and it was well, we played against Hoyer in San when he was in San Fran, my first year in Indy. And we beat him. You know, I just I throw that in just in case Hoyer was probably watching. But, you know, we beat him. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we kind of like shared the little, you know, everybody gets the the Brady disciples uh, treatment after the end of the game. So, you know, uh, so we sh- shared that little moment. And then, you know, at the Derby, we kind of were talking and I was asking him advice about like I was like being traded and you go to a different team and, you know, just like quarterback advice, you know, because once you 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 leave from under time that people kind of like hold you to that standard, you know, which is fine, but it's just like, you got that stamp, you know? And, uh, and then I, like, all of a sudden I'm like, I get a text from Hoyer, like Tom, I guess Tom gave my number. He's like, yeah, uh, I think I'm coming to Indy. I go, Oh shit. Like for real? <laughs> like what are they trying to say about me? 
but it was but but knowing Hoyer, like it's not even like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll never meet somebody that's like like in that room that's just like so in your corner. Like mm-hmm. like Hoyer was playing versus Miami and he was like, Man, how your knee doing? Like, you all right? I'm like, man, I ain't don't worry about my knee. Like, but like it's just like that's just in his nature to like be like a friend and like a brother, you know. What I mean, I, I still talk to Hoyer to this day, you know. Uh so I think, and, and even in our group chat, I mean, Jimmy just rarely replies to his text, but I, I so I heard he do the same thing to the people in San Francisco. So I don't feel so bad. <laughs> text me back after he got traded. Exactly, he signed that hundred million dollar deal. He's got must got a new phone or something. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and, but Tom, you know, you can text Tom, and Tom respond like, you know, what I mean, like he your girlfriend, like he got his phone and <laughs> he got his phone in his hand all day. Like, damn, I can give you a little time to think about my text. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on man and chopping with us oh yeah man hey as much as money as y'all i know the mccordy's got like 100 mil between all both of y'all y'all go ahead and donate some of that to the uh to the foundation man yeah we got you we're gonna make our donation too we got you Man, I meant to bring your jersey too. I was up in Foxborough. I had that jersey. I meant to bring it and put it. I in. just got yours framed, man. You ain't you ain't uh, Deron. I don't frame jerseys, man. I just throw them in the box, man. But you in the box, bro. You in the box with some legends, man. Respect that. I, man, just put mine a little. Put us to the side. <laughs> hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. Remember we played against y'all. I just want you to know your brother told me to try you. So that's the only reason why I was trying you out there. You lost my team or something. Who won that game? Oh, my bad. I forgot. Cleveland. Come on. Come on, man. It don't mean nothing to be. It didn't mean nothing to be Cleveland that year, though. You crazy. Yes, it did for my resume. <laughs> hey, it's hard. Hey, it's hard when it playing black quarterback, man. Hey, I'm going to take the crickets with the straights. Hey, there you go. We appreciate you. Long live the black quarterback. All righty, man. Appreciate y'all, boys. Bro. All right, man. We, uh, we got into it, man. Right before Jacoby come on. Shout out Cam, breaking news. Cam, uh, Cam, our producer, not Cam Newton now. I don't want to mix that up. Hit us with the, the news with the fine um, above our pay grade, uh, the fines and all. Yeah, what do you think? But, yeah, I mean, we can't. You guys still talk to Ray Rice. If so, how he's doing. Wish him all the best. Yeah, Ray, still talk to Double R. That's still our guy. He's doing well, um, living life, living a retired life. He helps coach at New Rochelle, so – uh, definitely, we'll give him the uh, give him your best the next time we talk to him. Uh, should we sign Josh Gordon back if he can play um, above our pay grade? But like I said, as many good players you possibly can have in the locker room, the better off you're going to be. And Josh Gordon is a good player. Um, a lot of that stuff has to be worked out. Uh, but we got Tobias uh, from Australia coming up next on the fan line. Yeah, shout out JG though, a great human being, man. Love having him in the locker room. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah, you got to have him in the locker room twice. There you go. What's up, Tobias? How you going, guys? You got How the right jersey on. I know. I got the right jersey on, too. Look. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Bit old and tattered. I need a new one. But uh, first time on here and uh, followed the Patriots for oh, over 20 years now, um, all the way from Australia. So followed both of your careers as well and, and you know, watch you guys play at Rutgers and that. So, um Congratulations on being the first twins to win a Super Bowl. Um, Appreciate it. Guys on that one. Um, I'll make sure when I finally come to New England, I'll bring some Australian wine for you guys. So I'll make sure that that for you. (laughs) Um, I got two questions though. One one is obviously about Cam. Yeah. Um, I think 
being that you guys have been with the Patriots, or especially Dev for so long, what kind of role do you think Cam is going to play initially in our offense? Um, I think for every player, I always remember Bill saying this every year, your role will be decided by you. And I think, I don't think he'll have a role coming in other than to just be himself. Um, obviously, he's a guy, he's he's won MVP, he's been there Super Bowl. So with that, he'll come with ex- life experience, NFL experience, um, that I think everyone, not just in the quarterback room, but everybody on the team can benefit from. Um, and I think that comes with him just for who he is. Um, but as far as his role on the offense, I think that'll be dictated by his play, by the offense's play, how that works out. No one knows that right now. Um, I think that'll all be decided once training camp starts and once we get out there. Um, but I think one of the things he'll be able to bring is just being himself. You know, I think from the outside looking in, people are always like, man, this guy doesn't fit. We spoke about this weeks ago on the podcast when it first was like, man, the Patriots just signed him. Guys come to our team and they just who they are, they are who they are. Martellus Bennett has one of the biggest personalities you will ever find on a guy. And he fit on our team better than anyone. You just heard Jacoby talk about having fun. Marty was always in the middle of that. So um, I think the big thing for us as veteran guys, guys that are on the team, encourage him, the Adrian Phillips, the the Cody's, um, down the list of guys, the, the Vitalis, all of the new guys that came to just be themselves. And that helps our team more than anything. Yeah, 100%. I think April, uh, the Cocktail and Cam plays out. Got Brian there. Um, forward to running off. Um, but talking about the future, I think uh, here in Australia, basically, do you think it's time that the start to expand and maybe like Australia in whether uh, you know season game something like that to encourage a, a fan base? It was breaking up a little bit, uh, but I think you were saying uh, uh, just to encourage, like things we could do in the league to encourage the fan base in Australia and like other places. Yeah, we quite a fan base here in Australia. I think all need to do something about that. Yeah, um, I think the league is always looking for. Things to do to grow our game, and I think internationally is a, a huge thing. Uh, obviously, now with everything going on with uh, Corona, it's probably going to halt that. I know they've already canceled uh, international play, so. Uh, but I, I'm not sure in which ways. I think some things that are cool, like just the podcast we're doing right now, with being able to interact uh, with fans internationally, and turn that off if you don't do that. Uh, I think uh, gives uh, my son comes in here with YouTube kids blasting. As if you can come in here, you just got to turn the iPad off. As if I'm not busy. Now he's looking at me. Now he's pissed off at me. He gave me the look as he stormed out of the room. Don't. That's another thing. Don't have kids, everybody. But um, before we get out of here, we got Zach uh, from Westwood coming up last on the fan line. Damn, time flew today, man. I had a great guest today. What happens when we reunite you with your old teammates? There it goes. We couldn't yep. leave without that. What's, up, What's up, man? How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. So I'm here with my sister in Ohio. She got What's all up? I do. Vintage tea. Uh, there we go. All, all we... I do is twin t-shirt. 
I just found one of those in my house when we came back. <laughs> I found a few of them. Uh, but my question for tonight, I know you guys talked about it a little bit already, but what are some ways that we can help tackle sickle cell? Mm, good question. Uh, TackleSickleCell.org is where we have a ton of information, uh, whether it's donating, whether it's spreading awareness. Usually around this time, uh, we would have been having our annual 5K walk slash run. Uh, we would have been having our casino night. Different things all got kind of uh, pushed back and canceled uh, this year. But um, like Dev just said earlier, having a blood drive, so getting out there, donating blood, um, and, and just spreading that awareness, I think, go a long way. Yeah, donating blood and, like Jerry said, the awareness of um, understanding when you, you run into someone with sickle cell, um, it's not that they can't do things, but there's things that they have to make sure staying hydrated, staying out of the sun for too long, and just understanding that if you do have a friend uh, with sickle cell, is, if they are in pain, they're not they're not lying about it. They, they can have a crisis, and when they go through that, it's tough. So um, I think, like Jay said, just learning uh, as much as possible um, about how to help them goes a long way. Um, so uh, I appreciate that question. Is that? Yeah, yes, sir. Because uh, I know I know you guys do the fundraiser every year. I saw you talking about it more on your Instagram uh, Instagram mm-hmm. story now. For yeah, like last week. So yeah, we're going we're going to be in prayer that we can hopefully have our casino night in November or find out a way how to still raise money uh, mm-hmm. for Boston Medical. So we're going to try to figure that out. Yep. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Appreciate it, man. Okay, here we go. Barry on Facebook said, get Cam Newton as a guest on the podcast. We probably need to meet him first before we talk about having him on the podcast. And Devlin on YouTube, Pat Chung is underrated. I agree 100%. Shout out my man, Pat Chung. He's an animal on the field. Beast dude. Um, plays that way. Uh, and he's a guy who easily can sleep right before practice, wake up, go practice like it's nothing run all day, uh, lift all day. Dude is a freak of nature. So shout out my man, PC. Yeah, and uh, Nadine said, finish up your wine. Um, She also said, you forgot your mama. We made it last week. And she says she loves when I talk about my kids. Um, So I talk about them a lot. Are you taking a picture of the screen? Okay. Well, we're going to get ready to wrap up. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, Appreciate Reverend Walker, Jacoby Brissett, Coming on uh, tonight. Um, yeah, we got asked, you have a message? No, no. We got asked how long are we going to do the podcast. We actually have to discuss that our break for training camp and figure everything out. Um, and we actually did Patriots All Access the other day um, where we got to do a sit-down talking about issues. Um, keep an eye on that. We're going to do that uh, with guys on the team to talk about other issues. Um, so please just keep an eye on that. And um, – And my message for today is educate yourselves, learn more, go out there, research, learn more about whatever topics it is that's going on in the world, whether it's the race things going on, whether it's you are a young man or woman and you currently want to date someone and you want to know more about them, more about their culture, just go out there and educate yourselves, learn more. I think that will help us out a lot when it comes to COVID-19, the same thing. Let's continue to educate ourselves, not have just these rash opinions with nothing to back them up. Let's continue to just try to learn more about ourselves and about others. And at the end of the day, you tell someone, Mama, we made it. No doubt about it. As you guys know, uh, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. Make sure you go subscribe. 
And as always, we're here on the Fan Credit app. Make sure you sign up. You'll get a chance uh, to be face-to-face with me and, uh, and get a chance to ask a question. Do you want to tell everybody bye, Kai? Bye. Say bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Um, D-Mac, J-Mac, and the human football. See you later. See you later.